Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bowen. Pleasure to be here. And Paul Domowich. Hello all. And you guys can read all of our stuff at Inquire.com. You can subscribe there to read our stuff. Uh, and you can also join up for the Early Birds newsletter. Uh, Damo, Les, and I all take turns writing you know, one of the uh, newsletters each morning among with among some of our other writers. Uh, Cast have of the thousands. Inquire, right. Yes. Well, we haven't talked since the uh, the bludgeoning the Eagles took in Dallas, thirty-seven to ten, which in and itself is a problem. But the fact that it came off the Minnesota loss, an eighteen-point loss, suggests that maybe this team is potentially on a downward downward uh, downward spiral. Um, I'm not sure I'm willing to go there yet. I'd like to hear what you guys think about the state of the team right now and which direction you think they go. Well, I'm not real encouraged uh for one thing i mean you you look at what they're doing in response to stuff and the the main thing i'm seeing is they're throwing veterans overboard you know guys that they probably well a guys that didn't help much which speaks to their evaluation skills and b you know guys that probably weren't the cause of their problems, <laughs> you know, it, uh, two more this week, Orlando Skandrick and Akeem Spence after uh, Zach Brown last week. I don't know what that means, but I, I hate the, the way the defense is playing right now. It's just uh, a mess. Uh, they're not getting a good pass rush. They can't cover anybody. Uh, <laughs> and they managed to screw up the one thing they were doing well, which is stopping the run. Um, and offensively, it's really the same offense they had last year. For a few games down the stretch, it looked a little better with Nick Foles, but it was in the playoffs. It was the same offense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, you know you look at what they did in the offseason. Deshaun Jackson, uh, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Of those four, there's one guy, Jordan Howard, who's really made an impact, I think, and really, you know, maybe exceeded expectations. Uh, they have, you know, they don't have weapons. They don't have weapons, and they don't have speed. Damo? Uh, I think it might be a little premature, but uh, I, I find this a little bit concerning. Yeah. Uh, you know, defensively, I, I'm not as concerned about the corners and the secondary as I am about the pass rush because if they had a good pass rush, it would cover their right. their, their problems, their ills on the back end. They've got to make a move here uh, before the deadline and find somebody. Uh, every, you know, we saw today uh, the Patriots pick up Mohamed Sanu. Uh, teams are doing yeah, – At an be exorbitant a, price, but they did do it. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a lot of activity. Uh, so I'm still thinking they're going to add an interior pass rusher. Um, but, but essentially, this is going to be a defense that's going to give up a lot of points all season. And what's going to have to happen, as I wrote yesterday – I mean, this offense basically has to go into, in, in, you know, step on the gas yeah. pedal and, and be a high-scoring offense. The trouble is, I don't right. know that they're equipped to do that right yes. now. Right. Yes. Um, but I wonder if they're going to make a deal or whether they should, because if they go, th if they lose this weekend, they'll be three and five. Yeah. And last year they were four and four, and how he made made the move for. Golden Tate. Mm -hmm. Now, Golden Tate yeah. really didn't help them. Nope. Um, they still made the playoffs without without really him contributing much. But my Year question before though it was Jay Ajayi, and that was a huge. Move. That was a huge yeah. success. Yeah. But the question though becomes, 
Is this is it? I mean, that team last year they thought it was worth salvaging or worth mm-hmm. making a move for. If they're three and five, is it worth it? Is it worth giving up a pick? Last year they gave up a fourth round pick <laughs> for Golden yeah. Tate. The, the prices seems like they're going to be pretty high. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, I know he's the top guy on the market, but they gave up two firsts and a fourth for him. Right. And Mohamed Sanu, the Patriots gave up a second four. I mean, yeah. that just kind of increases the. the yeah. Market. I guess it does. I, it's that seems like such an outlier. I can't imagine, you know, any a, a GM with a a wide receiver say, "Well, Falcons got a second for Muhammad Sanu, so I want a first for Emmanuel Sanders or something like that." You know, um, I don't know, but I think you whatever you do, I'd be surprised if it was just for this season. Yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised oh, yeah. if they I bring know. in some thirty-something-year-old yeah. guy on a deal that's over after the year like just Golden to try Tate. to get yeah. Like Golden Tate. I if you can get somebody that's going to play here for a while, then it makes a lot of sense. Even if you're giving up a draft pick, and we know how you know how precious the draft picks are right now, uh, I, I think you've got to try to do that. Even if you're three and five, you've got some games down the stretch that are very winnable. You can still get to nine or ten wins, you know. Yeah. I don't right. think you can. I think the team's going to go in the tank, and and you're going to create long-standing problems if you just don't do anything and give up on the season. Two 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 things on that. Uh, one, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I, I think it's possible they could go with a one-year rental, bec- depending on the price. Yeah. Uh, because oh, yeah. Because the way they look at it is they're getting a comp pick back, which right. may almost cancel out whatever they right. pay if they don't pay a lot. The second thing is we're seeing a change in this league in how draft picks are viewed, which is why there's so much activity at the trade deadline. Uh, teams are saying, hey, you know, we got first round picks and we're, 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 it's still a 50-50 shot. We're going right. to make this pick correct. If we can get a guy, a veteran that we know can fit into our system right. or at least believe better than 50-50, uh, and more, play for us for several right. years. Yeah, not more, a veteran, but a, a Jalen yeah, Ramsey right. would have been. Would a young guy, yeah. exactly. That's good. Now, that price was pretty exorbitant. I could understand why they said, you know, whoa. But if it's a, if it's a semi-reasonable price and you, and you can get a, a, a guy like that, a guy that's you're going to have for several years, a young guy, mm-hmm. uh, you're seeing more and more teams right. willing to do that. Right. I, I want to look at the offense first. Just what's, what do you guys think is the number one problem with – the offense. Why isn't it playing up to its capabilities? I mean, I, part of the problem is the defense because right. it's 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 forcing a team that's playing a lot of twelve personnel now, which isn't exactly your your explosive type of offense to score have to play catch up. Yes, uh, you know Jordan Howard's been very effective. Their run game has been fine. Uh, they're getting nothing from the wide receivers. I think that's, you know, if you talk about big problems, I think that's their biggest Absolutely. problem. Along with, as we saw on Sunday, pass protection wasn't terribly good. But, I mean, they're just – I mean, they're, they're, they're outside. You know, Alshon Jeffrey's not getting the job done, catches a, a, a pass or two. And, and, and then they're going with all this 12 personnel. And suddenly the last couple of games, Zach Ertz has been invisible uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. not catching balls until the to late in the third, early in the fourth. Really. Yeah. yeah um, so Unless you have a, a number one – yeah, I would go with that and with the play calling. Yeah. You know, I think that's a huge problem for them. These uh, early early game deficits uh, certainly have a lot to do with play calling. And even things like uh, what uh, uh, we, we saw yesterday, uh, 
Doug trying to explain that third and four with Miles Sanders instead of with Jordan Howard, a crucial point in the game, Miles Sanders, and I hadn't even, at, at the time I was barely cognizant of what the hole looked like. Right? Right. We'd watch in the game, oh my God, he had a giant hole there, yeah. and he kind of skipped past it and then tried to skip back into it. And by that time, a safety had come down and yeah. got him a yard short of the, the, the marker. I mean, you just can't, you know, you have to fit the personnel yeah. into what you're calling. You can't say, well, Miles, Miles can't do that. Miles can catch a pass 30 yards downfield, but he's not a guy the, to hit a hole on the, third and four. The, the funny thing is, when he came out last year, vision was one yeah. of his strengths. Uh, you talk to scouts, every one of them mentioned his vision. In fact, they mentioned Jordan Howard is a guy that, you know, does not have particularly good vision finding holes. Uh, you know, Jordan's, you know, where they where he's supposed to go, he doesn't hesitate. I mean, I think one uh, one of one of Miles's problems, and I think it'll eventually uh, be erased here, is as with more experiences. He's just trying to hit the home run every time. He won't put his foot in the in the ground and just take what's there. Right. Uh, I think that'll change as time you, goes you on. You see that with rookies. Um, I mean, I agree with Les to an extent with the play calling. Um, it seems like Doug, again, part of it has to do with the personnel mm-hmm. right now with the wide receivers that they have. But this team should be explosive even without Deshaun Jackson because you have Carson Wentz who yeah. can throw the ball down the field. Right. He can throw it on a dime to these wide receivers. I mean, two of the best throws he had against the mm-hmm. Cowboys were those turkey hole throws versus cover two that not many quarterbacks can, mm-hmm. can make. Um, and yet – we're seeing, like we did against the Cowboys, Doug running the ball more than and, – and mentioning field position. Uh, my thing was, okay, yeah, they were they were within their own 20, but you essentially, to me, that was such a pivotal point in the game because it was 14-7. You'd managed to cut the, the score in half despite right. two early turnovers. The defense finally held them. You get the ball back. Let's go, man. Let, let, let's push it because this is yeah. not going to be a field position game. The Cowboys have already shown – you've already shown on defense that you can't stop them. Um, I, I know you gave them – pretty good field position with those two turnovers but they couldn't stop them on those after those two turnovers so why are you calling three straight runs there and then it's a matter of personnel as Les pointed out that why is Miles Sanders being called upon in that situation when he's proven that he cannot hit the hole um so I think it goes back to Doug and and the offense uh they have to get to Sean Jackson back but we don't know if that's going to happen this week it hasn't happened now for five games um I don't think he's right. the cured of the problems right now but um, well, I just don't see with Mac Hollins. What is the deal? Why is he out there playing, gobbling up snaps? Because JJ's not good enough. Uh, somebody's got to be, be good out enough. There. Greg Ward. Somebody's got to be. Yeah, good I'm going. I'm going to go back to to that. I mean, Ward. I don't, find I don't somebody understand that's good why enough. you wouldn't give him a chance because you got nothing to lose here. I mean, right. Mac Hollins is contributing nothing. But I think part of it has to do with that Mac can block. So yeah. if and you're going to be the I third, they're overrating that right now. They probably are. And but, I don't but think that, he's but that that's good my at point, it. Greg Ward's not going to be out there and be able to no. block yeah. for you. No, he's not. Yeah. So so if so when Mac is out there, they are running out of eleven personnel. They know Mac at least can get that that yeah. that part done, and they're not throwing to him. He's out there a lot. He is running routes, but I think it's, I think more of the issue is the fact that your second round draft pick can't get he's out there on, on the field. field. He can't even get out there in situations that we all thought that he would be getting out there. Right, even red with Deshaun. Zone. And yeah. I thought yeah. he'd come in for Deshaun because Deshaun's not much of a red zone but threat. It, but is it because of the – are you buying their explanation that he's just doesn't know how to – they can't use him in 12? 
I mean, I think that may be Without part of it. But like, if if he's good, he's good. He's out there. It doesn't. Yeah. It right. doesn't. All these I, excuses right. just make yes. make no yes. sense. Whatever. And I'm not saying he he could eventually be pretty good. Uh, I don't even want to go back to the my original uh, feeling when they did draft him. I just felt like that was too early for a guy that didn't have this immense upside when there right. were other speed yeah. guys out there. NFL is a speed game now. I, I know you need possession guys. You need red zone guys. Red zone is really important, but. I take the guy who can blow off the top yes. over a red zone I'll guy say any one, day of the week. I'll just I'll add this uh, with, about him. He's probably not going to play much this season. He's going to be he's going to be replacing Alshon next year because Alshon's not coming back. Well, okay, let, which leads us to yes. I guess our next topic yes. here. The, the thing with Alshon though, if if he's not coming back, they guaranteed his contract for all of next year. Yeah. Now they can find a way maybe to move him. Um, I I don't I think the calf is is certainly factoring in the his play. I think that's one thing we do have to, I think have to mention, right? That being said, I mean, he's never been a separation guy. Um, he's never been explosive. He doesn't look anywhere near explosive uh, yeah. as he was when he right. first even got here. Uh, and he, the one trait that he does bring to the game is the 50, 50 jump balls and him and Carson just don't seem right. to yeah, have yeah. some sort of chemistry there, which I wonder is behind all this, all these rumblings yes. we're hearing from these anonymous sources. Right. Now look, yeah. we don't know for a fact. I asked Alshon point blank if he was, the source behind the anonymous quotes to ESPN that were delivered last week. It took him three times to say nah, but he said nah. So I have to go on that. Uh, uh, you know, a WIP reporter uh, had had basically outed Alshon Jeffrey. I don't know. He didn't cite anybody as a source right. behind the information. How would he know this? So I don't yeah. really know. Now, look, I've talked to players uh, on the side, off the record, or not even off the record, just, talk, you know, they all have their theories as to who right. it may be. Yeah. Certainly, I wouldn't have gone to Alshon Jeffrey unless he had there was a paper trail almost of him his right. conversations with Josina Anderson. Or if Alshon said, "Hey, it was me," but right, he but didn't. this this yeah. is potentially, and the fact that it was someone has now gone out his his way to say that it was Alshon. This is a problem. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. and this is a big problem. If your top receiver or your one A receiver has a problem with the quarterback, and that's what these really these quotes have been about yeah. the offense and the they're really directed at yeah. Carson Wentz. He's got to go. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. And I really think – I don't have any, any insight into why their personalities wouldn't get along. I have no idea about that. But I do think Alshon was the one guy that had a better connection with Nick Foles in the sense that Nick threw a softer ball that Alshon could time very well and go mm -hmm. up and get, whereas you saw one in the, in the, in the Dallas game – Carson threw a ball up for him, but it was kind of a rocket, and Alshon didn't time the jump right. It came in too hot, and he missed it entirely, and it kind of looked bad missing it. And maybe that bothers him. Maybe he thinks, hey, it's not my fault. The guy threw a, you know, how it's about the one in the end zone? Yeah, you know. Uh, See, that's not a 50-50 ball, though. That's uh, He was open. Um I mean, I don't look at view that as the kind we're yeah. talking about. Okay, uh, well, I, I didn't think he was that open. Yeah. I thought it was a good place to place the ball if it was a little softer. Yeah. And he could really, you know, gather himself and go up. Here, here's an idea. Here's a thought. I'm just throwing this out here. Deadline's coming up. Trade Trade, him. trade yeah. Alshon. You yeah. open up the spot for uh, Ortega-Whiteside. Right. Whether whether you're thinking next season or not. Of course, you'd, you'd have to get another wide receiver back. But, I mean, yeah. Ex yeah. yeah. And also, but, I mean, yeah. if, if – if, you know, if, if considering where this, the source of, of the report yeah. makes you wonder if they're, they're, they're laying the groundwork. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why I asked the question about whether this 
this was something that the Eagles were behind. I'm not sure if it really was or not, but I think it's a fair question to ask because uh, we've seen this reporter basically be a yeah. mouthpiece for the team, and right. he's never really ever reported anything that would reflect poorly upon the team yes. because he doesn't want to lose his access, his right. job, et cetera. Um, I don't know if they're behind this. Uh, and and I, for the most part, I think they like Alshon. Alshon comes to work. He's, right. you know, like I think he, he really cares. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he, he puts in the work. Um, Super Bowl hero. Super. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he came up big in in down that in those playoff games with Nick Foles throwing to him. Yeah. Um, Played hurt. You know. I don't know if they can do it because if they want to keep winning, because I JJ is not going to be able to replace Alshon. Yeah. No, even, they'd have even, to get a good the, wide right. receiver. Back. But even even that, you just wonder if throwing him in the, another new guy into the mix and taking Alshon. Uh, I think potentially next offseason, but they're going to have to make a bunch of moves yeah. next offseason. I mean, we're yeah. not even at that point they're yet. Going, yeah, that's this is not a team. You know, this is a team that everybody assumed was going to be built to last. Well, they're going in next season. I mean, they're going to have to – wide receiver is going to have to be a complete rebuild. Right. Uh, the secondary, the, the defensive line. I mean, there are just yeah. so many places that they've got But in gotta, the NFL, you can kind of do that, though. Well, I yeah, mean, you can. Not like baseball. Right. Because of yeah. what we've yeah. talked about. Free right. agency is a different right. animal now with, cap, with the cap going up. and You uh, could turn things around quickly, and you can go down – the tube's pretty That's quickly, exactly too. exactly right. Yeah. The key is you've got to make the right, right decisions. decisions. Right. Two years ago, they made every, everything, every button they pushed was the right button. Right. Since then, they're not pushing a lot of good buttons. Right. And, and But, yeah, that, that's my. they almost wanted to repeat that formula these last two off-seasons, and I think that's kind of put them into a bind with how we're yeah. trying to get these one-year wonders. And, and they all happened. worked. Who's they, their Patrick Robinson, you know? Yeah. I mean, they just haven't had that kind well, of touch. You, you, could, argue, you could argue that it's Cravon LeBlanc, and, and I wouldn't say disagree. Unfortunately, he's he's been hurt. Well, I, a, yeah, I, he hasn't. I mean, he, he was okay when he was in there last year, but I, Patrick Robinson was a huge, Yeah, but he, know. But he solidified the yeah, slot. Right, yeah. Cravon solidified the slot last year. Maybe not to the degree right. that Patrick did, but I mean, he plugged the leak that, that would have not right. allowed them to make right. the playoffs if he didn't do the job. But they rolled the dice on a lot of these older guys, and it worked that one year. But this year, again, look at the older guys that they've yeah. signed. They're all hurt. Yeah. Or the guys they brought or back, Darren Sproles, yeah. Darren Sproles, yeah. Jason Peters. These are guys who are right. have injury prone and have injury histories, recent ones. Ronald yeah. Darby's not old, but he's coming off but an ACL. Yeah, well, he's been hurt every year. Yeah, he's, been he's here, injury know? prone, but he's not old. But you're so you're gambling on all these injured players, and a lot, and that's right. that's a that's quite a, that's a, a gamble to make. Yeah. Right, and Ronald doesn't play last week, which was a really curious thing. Well, real quick, just to to address the, I mean, the, I think the Orlando Scandrick release had to do with the fact that they're getting Darby back, and they yeah. had someone had to go. When Skandrick wasn't on the team in the first place, they, he was just coming because of all the injuries they've had. But the bigger issue is that he was playing ahead of Sidney Jones, who had played the right. slot all for most of last year before he got hurt. Sidney couldn't even get on the field ahead of Craig James when he took yeah, – that's, that's, Yeah, I just wonder if Skandrick's dismissal had to do with Howie Front office, saying, yep. look here, yep. and I'm really interested in this, you know. That's almost like a middle finger to the front office. Uh, the guy really hasn't been out there that much when you consider he missed his entire rookie season except for the one game. You know, it's not like he's had 27 different chances to prove himself and he's, he's flat-out horrible, and even when he's healthy, he can't play. I mean, if they're going to just kiss this guy off right now, uh, boy, that looks bad for the front office. Absolutely. And uh, I can't imagine the front office is okay with that. He, he right now is like the fifth cornerback, and Avante yeah. comes back, he'll be like the sixth cornerback. Yeah. 
now we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend because that last they may say a lot about yeah. if there is a divide between they the coaching gave staff. Smith a longer look than this, right? <laughs> is yeah, right. Is there a divide between the off front office and the coaching staff? We'll yeah. s- I think we'll see whether how much Sydney plays this weekend. He doesn't even play on special teams, right? Uh, which is like okay, he can't even yeah, give you anything there. Punitive. I mean, it looked punitive yeah. to have him sit there in a uniform and not even use him running down the field on yeah. kickoffs was like telling him, you right? Know, you suck. We hate you. Uh, right, right, go away. right, right, and yeah. look, Russell. Maybe they trade him. Russell's not great, and he didn't, and he had another bad game. And I think yeah. he is better than Sydney. But boy, if you can't get on the field, at least maybe splitting snaps with uh, Russell, which is what yeah. they were doing to start right. the season. I mean, like I think with Sydney, yeah, I think this they're they're basically saying, yeah, he's not good. Or Jim Schwartz is saying that yeah. he's not good enough. I have no use for. This I have person. no pay. Yeah, yeah, he's got no confidence. I'm all about confidence, and this is my. I'm delivering a statement and you, here. You know where this leads next year, assuming this thing continues to snowball is that we're going to hear Doug say, you know, I really like some input into personnel. <laughs> and, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Because, you know. Right. You're not giving me the players I need to win. Right. Uh, before we go, let me. We've, it's been pretty much negative here, but it's pretty hard not to be uh, negative about the team and, and the state of the team at this point. If they're going to turn this around, what's the one thing they can hang their hats on and say, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be the uh, – the impetus between behind a turnaround. I mean, Carson's just got to yeah. Carson's yeah. just got to step it up and and be got to play at an elite level. I mean, just like just like, I mean, you've looked at you look at the Saints over the years. Uh, I mean, Drew Brees has had some horrible defenses, and he just puts that team on his back and carries them. Uh, but he's got, had offensive personnel to work he with has, the whole time. He though. has, and it's and, kind and, of more like an Andrew Luck situation. And he's got Sean Payton doing right the play now. calling to help <laughs> yeah. him. I mean, uh, Doug and and, yeah. and 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 Carson have got to work to score points, but yes. it's going to be on him. Yes, oh, I agree. Uh, there are some defensive leaders that might be able to at least make the games look less ridiculous. But yeah, that's it's basically Carson. Yeah. Right. We saw last year, despite all those injuries in the secondary, at some point Malcolm had a big. Malcolm yes. Jenkins had a lot to do with that turnaround and getting those guys Brandon Graham to play together. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Graham's another leader on the team. I think I do feel like they're missing guys like Chris Long, yeah. who helped keep yes. it, hold it together last year. Absolutely, uh, can't o- overvalue the importance of having those types of positive guys. Fletcher I mean, Cox has to really right. step up here. Do you, yeah. But do you remember when when Carson got injured again? And Nick Foles got put in there, and Chris Long made a little uh, what was it in his locker the stall shrine. stuff like yeah. and, and like I think yeah. the point was just the positivity yeah. uh, in the locker room, and yeah. I just I, is I, that there? Well, yeah. I, and and we're hearing we're seeing things to you suggest saw, that it's not there. You saw last week uh, in the Cowboys game that I mean Jim made uh, an adjustment in that they they went back to keep the ball in front of you. Uh, we're not going to get beat deep like yeah. we did against Minnesota. Two things happened. One, they couldn't tackle. Which, yeah, it was the worst tackling game I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and, and the second thing was they, they're, they're not getting a pass rush. So it doesn't yeah. matter if you keep guys in front of you if a quarterback has all the time. Right. The that was a bad run. game for Jim. Uh, yeah. and, and I've been a, a vocal Jim Schwartz supporter because I, I do feel like he's a good defensive coordinator. But I think at this point, like, I mean, maybe he doesn't have any answers for the lack of, per- well, the lack he, of personnel. He, he doesn't like to blitz, so he doesn't have a lot of elaborate blitzes. Right. So there's no counter to it. I mean, that's what you do when you can't get rush, a rush with four people. And, and he, he doesn't. They don't go out and get guys who are, who are adept at exactly. it because they don't yeah. do it. So you saw there was one play Sunday night. I was watching Camus Grugier-Hill. They sent him on a blitz, and it was like he was magnetized to the center. Yeah. He went. He <laughs> ran right into the guy. You yeah. know, I mean, what? 
that's not how you blitz. Yeah, they blitzed six times, and 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 Dak was six for six with uh, for like yeah. eighty some yards. I mean, it was just embarrassing. Yeah, I mean the blitz. I mean, you you live and die by it sometimes. Um, sometimes you die more than you live. <laughs> and, but with the Eagles, it's just it's just a death by yeah. by a thousand paper cuts. They don't ever seem to get a guy in there unblocked the way the Cowboys did on them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, that kind of sums up the uh, the last week uh, for the Eagles. Hopefully, we'll get to you guys one more time before the uh, before. Obviously, this is the kind of the season. Maybe at this point, hinges on on a win in Buffalo, and uh, we'll talk about Buffalo. I, I don't think um, they're five and one. I don't know if they're a five and one team. I think they haven't really beat any good teams. So that's a game they certainly can win. But we'll, we'll come back to you hopefully uh, before the end of the week. Um, but for Les Bowen, Paul Domowich, I'm Jeff McLean. This is the Bird's Eye View Podcast. We will talk to you soon.